Welcome to this episode of Ready, Set, Grit, Your Life on Purpose with Ellen Barton, where you'll hear thought-provoking discussion, inspirational stories, and get action tips for creating the life of your dreams. Hello, and welcome to Ready, Set, Grit, the podcast where current and aspirational entrepreneurs can learn skills and get inspired to take their business to the next level. I'm Ellen Barton, and today my guest is Alfred Ramirez. Alfred is the owner of Diverse Strategies, and gosh, Alfred, I'm so excited you're here today. You have a resume that's long, 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 so I was trying to pick out um, what to highlight, and I guess it's the the time you spent in the White House Mm -hmm. that everybody goes back to. Funny. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Alfred, you're so impressive. You you um you you go around now, you're a speaker, um, you speak all over the country, you're a trainer, and um you're just really smart with business strategy. I'm really excited to have you here. And I'm very excited to be here and, and to hopefully impact uh everyone out there. In fact, scratch the word hopefully planning to impact <laughs> Definitely out going there. to. Well, knowing you as I do, I, I honestly have no doubt that that's going to happen today because um, you really are a wealth of knowledge and, um, and wisdom. So um, I'm just excited to dive in here and cut to the chase. Does that sound good? Let's go for it. Let's do it. Okay. So you and I chatted a bit before this podcast to just prepare and you have something, these, these six key life questions that are relevant to entrepreneurs. And I think we should just start right there because I've heard you um, use these questions more than once and they are valuable. So what are they, Alfred? Sure. Uh, one of the things I want to stress is if anyone strives to be a leader, considers themselves to be a leader um, and so forth, and it really starts from within. Uh, the external is just a reflection of what's within or might, might even be a pretense. So really, any, anyone should ask themselves six main questions if they want to excel in their personal, professional, and community life. And all this while achieving happiness and fulfillment. Sometimes we're so busy doing what we're doing, we forget to be happy and, and fulfilled. Um, so I, I really ask people to see, search deep within and ask themselves the following questions. And by the way, I have found that it's important to compartmentalize your life into personal, professional, and community, those three areas, and to set goals and timelines and calendar dates and, and so forth and, and, and include others that are important to you uh, in that process. So remember, folks, to... So if you're going to excel, uh, compartmentalize personal, professional, and community lives. So here's the, the questions. So by the way, we should have said before, Ellen, get your paper and pencil, pen, computer ready, because I really do hope that people will listen to us and uh, take note and have some aha moments and think about what they're going to learn, unlearn, or do more of or less of. Yeah, that's a really good point. I'm glad that you said that because I, like I said, I know that you're a wealth of knowledge and this is going to be good. So get your paper ready and what you got for us, Alfred? Okay. Paper or screen. Here we go. Uh, so the first question uh, to ask yourself is what are my natural gifts, talents, strengths, and abilities? Many people really don't sit down uh, to take stock of what their natural gifts, talents, strengths, and abilities are. That would be the first one. The second is, 
what do I enjoy most? What do I do best? What do I enjoy most and what do I do best? The third key life question is, what am I passionate about? What, motiva- what motivates me? What fascinates me? Fourth is, whom do I want to impact? Five, how can I best contribute to my family and my various communities? And six, what legacy can I leave whenever and wherever I go? I stress to people that legacy is what you live and leave every day. What do people say about you when you leave the room? It's not um, the t- typical definition of legacy where you're on your deathbed or you're thinking ahead uh, and want to bequeath something, or they're gonna, or you're, or you're um, gonna have a building named after you or a plaque put up. No, legacy is actually all those daily things you've done or not done um, that lead to that day. Well, those would be the six life questions, key life questions. Yeah, and I love that because what I think I'm hearing you say is that when you, you get introspective like that and turn within to answer those questions, maybe then you can bring that into your business or translate some of those answers into um, how you choose to run your business or what kind of business you choose to get into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And and really, you need to be grounded uh, because uh, any given day, no matter how successful you are or how good you are, um, there are going to be some surprises, some bumps in the road. And, and to have that firm grounding and sense of self and purpose uh, and to remember what's really important, that keeps you from getting knocked over. Yeah, absolutely. And it helps you lead your team in a more meaningful way. There's so much research and, and just knowledge, um, you know, knowledge, like lived knowledge that we all have, I'm sure, that um, shows us that team members are much more likely to follow a leader that has a purpose and, and, and where the team knows what the purpose is so that they can get behind something other than just getting a paycheck at the end of the day. Sure, exactly. And you're modeling it. You're walking the talk. Uh, and, uh, and sometimes, well, at all, at all times, your actions speak louder than words. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think that being an entrepreneur is tough. You know, there's it, it, it's it's certainly not for the faint of heart at the best of times. But having a true sense of um why you're doing it can help because you know, as you say, there there's definitely going to be tough times. Mhm. Mhm. Absolutely. So you have you sent me some notes and you you have what you say are 25 common characteristics of successful entrepreneurs. I'm very curious to hear what these are because um, it, it is a certain kind of person that chooses this lifestyle and does it well. Sure. And, 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 and the, I'll um, be um, very uh, straightforward here. I, I do a lot of uh, research, a lot of um, you know, continuous learning, uh, lifelong learning, and I came across this list. Uh, one, yeah, yeah, There are all kinds of lists the five, you know, common characteristics, the 10 ways to do this, uh, you know, 30 ways to be better at whatever. So there are a lot of lists out there. And a lot of times it's, uh, you know, it's pull you in uh, and then and you read it, read through it. And maybe you say, well, there were three points there. I came across uh, this article that actually yeah, was written in 2009. And the reason I'm saying that is there's some things that just hold true and, and, and um, you know, pass the test of time. 
uh, there was a uh, the author of the article uh, for, uh, for James Stevenson. He wrote for uh, Entrepreneur.com, uh, Entrepreneur Magazine, and this is what he came up with. And I and I really like the way he spread it out because it covers a whole lot of ground. And when we talk about the personal, uh, the professional, and, the, and community, uh, so I want to go right into it. And then some of them are going to sound obvious, but I'm going to ask the listeners to really take note and stock for where maybe they're not right on time or on top uh, in these areas. Okay? So the first one is, the obvious one is do what you enjoy. Yeah, but, but really, let's talk about that. Maybe you enjoyed what you were you're doing in the beginning, and maybe you're not now, uh, or it's become such a drag that... Um, you know, the satisfaction, the financial gain, the stability, the employment, all, you know, all that sum of what you put into your business, maybe it's not there anymore. And maybe you're not being successful as a result. Um, so the bottom line is, if you don't enjoy what you're doing, chances are you won't succeed. Uh, and, and so, go, and so that, that's it's as simple as that is. How many people are actually still doing what they enjoy? Alfred, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I want to jump in and just say something. Because as simple as it is, it's so important. Yet how many people become entrepreneurs because they enjoy um, part of the business? So I'm thinking of someone that loves to bake. And they Mm -hmm. they get this great idea like, oh, I'm going to open a bakery because I'll get to bake all day. But that often isn't the case because when you, you become a business owner, sometimes you innately have to get away from that thing which you really love doing. So it's kind of like a trick question. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, simple as that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, that, and, that, and actually that leads right into the next point, which is, um, and, I'll, and I'll number them. So, you know, so that, well, actually I won't number them because I didn't number them on my notes. So I don't want to miscount. But the next one is take what you do seriously. Uh, now, this is important because uh, you can't expect to be effective and successful unless you truly believe in your business and the goods and the services that you sell. Um, and, and what happens is far, uh, you know, far too many business owners fail to take their own businesses seriously enough. They get si- or, and they get sidetracked or, or they don't stay motivated uh, and keep their noses to the grindstone and, or they fall prey to the naysayers who, who don't take them seriously. Um, and what I mean by that is, you know, it, it may have started off as a hobby, that case in point, that bakery uh, scenario that you presented, you know, that there, there was a hobby, it's something I do best, enjoy most, um, but the whole business side of it, they're not taking seriously. And that's really where you're going to fail. The other is to become known as an expert. As, again, as obvious as that sounds, uh, really think about it. Uh, how many, how many, um, you know, how many people can actually say that they're known as an as an expert, and people come to them? Now that's a perfect scenario. When when you're not asking for business, people are coming to you, and they're not coming for advice. And if you're an expert, they're not coming for advice so much as uh, help me, you know, present, uh, you know, give me a solution to my problem. So they're, you know, when you to become known as an expert really means to 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 do things that that um, declare you as one. Articles, blogs like um, podcasts, uh, you, uh, you know, you uh, even speaking out, asking a key question at a conference, an association meeting, 
um, making yourself visible, uh, not so much talking about what you do and what you can do, uh, but actually just doing what you do. Yeah, I like that one. And so often I run into entrepreneurs who are kind of like um, they downplay their expertise, which mm-hmm. is really not helpful. If you if you are known as an expert when you're um, talking to new clients or potential clients, you get to that place of trust so much faster. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, I don't know, Alfred, like especially women, I hear a lot of times not wanting to be boastful or not wanting to be um, – and not not that it's boastful, but I, I think that they get in their head, they they start telling the story to themselves in their head sometimes about, um, you know, they they have to be modest, and um, mm-hmm. I guess there's a there's a place for that, but stepping up and and declaring yourself an expert, and like you said, showing that you are one, um, pays off big time. A great example uh, too, Ellen. I, I think um, it's women, uh, minorities, people who have um, historically or um, in their own lives been disadvantaged, started off with less and have mo- and moved up the ranks. Have either been helped, mentored, sponsored, uh, or and have, and have had great opportunities and people in their lives. Uh, there, there's a there's a humility, uh, hum- uh, humbleness, and. Uh, oh, and then culturally, some cultures you're, you're you're actually looked down upon, you're frowned upon if you boast uh, mm. or if you separate yourself from the pack. Uh, and so, what I would say is, if you want to remember anything, uh, anyone listening, it's that be humbly uh, proud. And mm. uh, and uh, and we, and really, if you're if you so believe in your product, uh, you owe it just to yourself. And to others who can benefit from it, your product or service, uh, you owe it to yourself and to them uh, to let them know just what it is that you do and how expert you are in that arena. Mm, I love that. And that Mm -hmm. almost ties into your definition of legacy where it's, you know, what do people say about you when you leave the room? Well, I would like them to say about me that I know what I'm talking about with my business Uh and I, I would hope anybody would want the same. Yeah, awesome. Exactly, exactly. And in the process, you're legitimate, authentic, genuine, and you treat people well. Exactly, yeah. The other is, is again, it sounds so obvious, but it's uh, the notion of plan everything. Uh, basically, you know, do you have a business plan? And, and are you analyzing each business situation, doing your research, compiling your data, and making conclusions based on all of that. Uh, now, people will argue that a business plan is obsolete because of the fast pace uh, uh, of our environments and, and the marketplaces and uh, technology and the global workspace work and place. Uh, that's fine, that's fine. But you've got, you have to have some sense of a, of a planning um, process uh, in place where you're constantly evaluating, updating, adjusting, um, and uh, some people would use the term being agile. Uh, so the notion of planning everything is to literally break it down, break it down into different key areas and review it constantly and uh, use it both as a, a yardstick to measure your success um, and also to help you get from whatever your point A is to what you believe and have a vision of your Point Z being. Mm, I love that. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, the other is, and again, here we go again with simplicity. But how many people go detour around this notion, which is to manage money wisely? The whole lifeblood of any business enterprise is cash flow. You needed to buy your inventory, pay for your services, promote and market your business, repair and replace tools and equipment, pay yourself so that you can continue to do the work. So how many times have we seen people not be wise money managers or, or implement or surround themselves with people who are? Um, and, 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 and that really is a key uh, you know, area of, uh, of um, doom for some who haven't built in that, the, the structures or the systems to manage money wisely. Ah, I wish that you could see me raising my hand because when I started my business, I was so fat. I, I wanted so badly to give my employees benefits and health insurance and 401ks and, and all of that's awesome. Like I, I um, now I'm, I'm happy to say that I can offer a lot of that, but at the time I wasn't ready to do that. And um, I learned the hard way that you have to be practical about your cash flow and not get ahead of yourself when you're starting a business. Sure. And and also, too, I'm sure, Ellen, along the way, there were some un- unexpected expenses or circumstances. Oh, even yeah. Even without this plan, <laughs> right? So. Yeah. I, I, have to, I, I learned a lot of these lessons the hard way. That's why I'm happy to, to have you and your list. And I hope everybody really is taking notes because yeah. um, these are important. Thank you. Uh, the other is, uh, here's another one. Ask for the sale. Sometimes we spend so much time marketing, advertising, uh, having promotional activities. Um, but, you know, they're, they're, these, these are all completely worthless unless, and, and, and regardless of how clever you are, how expensive these uh, activities are, are, or how perfectly targeted they are, um, it, it, it doesn't mean anything if you don't ask for the sale. And some people just not only can't close a deal, they can't even ask the sale to be ask for the sale to begin with. Yeah, that, that's a really good point. And people, you're right. People forget to do it. It's it's. Uh, I love this back to the basics list because mm-hmm. these are golden nuggets of wisdom. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Yeah, and, and again, we get so caught up in the bells and the whistles and yeah, and so you know, uh, and, and and just sit back and wait for. You know, you, you build it and they will come. Well, they don't always come because they not, might not even know. Uh, they they not, might not even be asked. There's a famous uh, phrase uh, in, 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 in politics, which is voters want to be asked. And, mm. You know, simple as that. Uh, another is remember it's all about the customer. Uh, your, your business is not about the products or services that you sell. It's not about the prices that you charge. Uh, it's not about your competition and how to beat them. It's all about your customers or your clients, period. Oh, my gosh. That's a good one. Yeah, because they're ultimately the, the ones that are going to decide if your business goes boom or bust. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's so easy to get caught up in um, talking about your process or your, um, your team or your, awesome, your awesomeness, but it's so right. easy to forget, and, and I've been guilty of that one, too. Mm. Uh, and I and I personally I've you know come to realize that that is true. It's all about the customer, and I really tried to adjust my uh, my own messaging and my own marketing around that. But um, again, another hard learned lesson. Thanks, Alfred. Sure, sure. <laughs> and, okay. and you know, along the, you, you remind me too, Ellen, along the uh, along this issue here about remembering it's all about the customer. 
here's some simple things to think about. Everything in your business must be customer focused, whether it's the policies, the warranties, the payment options, your operating hours, the types of presentations you're giving, the advertising and promotional campaigns, and even and most uh, just as importantly, your website and how someone can navigate that. Um, that uh, that helps, and also just knowing who your customers are, uh, inside out and upside down, knowing who they are, uh, things about them, not just you know, identifying, uh, you know, your demographics, but uh, drilling down deeper. Uh, and there's so many analytical uh, or uh, analytics that can do that for you. But that's how that's how you can reflect um, that it's all about that the customer that you're customer centric. Yeah, you know. And I think it's important to note that during the lifetime of your business, you're probably going to have to revisit this. I just was talking to someone who is um, who has been in business around, I think, 35 or 40 years, a long time. He's got high customer satisfaction all this time, and now his customers have become the millennials, and they want different things, and they want the service um served up in a different way and they, they have different expectations. Mm -hmm. So he suddenly found himself struggling with, well, how can I make these people happy? And it, you know, he has had to evolve his business. So I think that's, you know, it's not something that you figure out once and you're done with it forever. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's constant and, and marketplace changes, um, situations, place change, trends change. Uh, you're right. Uh, and we kind of we spoke about this a little earlier, um, but again, it bears um, mentioning: become a shameless self-promoter without becoming obnoxious. Mm. Uh, and the key thing, <laughs> word or phrase here is without becoming obnoxious. <laughs> that's an important one. <laughs> yeah, become a shameless self-promoter, um, and that's basically you know many of us would like to believe. Um, that uh, we're going to be embraced or discovered by word of mouth or by the quality or, of our service or our product. Uh, but really, uh, we have to think about how to promote ourselves and, and, um, and not be tone deaf about uh, how we're saying what we're saying to whom uh, and, and really get, make it part of what you do uh, and wherever you go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. And mm -hmm. I appreciate that you put that, that part in about not being obnoxious yeah. um, because it, cause it can be a fine line, but yeah. it's important to, to have confidence and pride in what you do. Talk yeah, about yeah, it. You don't, yeah, exactly. You don't want to be that person at the reception that as soon as you walk through the door, people start walking the other way. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. no, you don't. Right. Um, the other thing is, is uh, again, obvious, but let's think about this. Uh, project a positive business image. Uh, you, you know, as, as business owners or entrepreneurs uh, who don't have uh, f uh, elaborate offices or elegant storefronts or showrooms to wow people, uh, we have to rely on our imagination and our creativity, uh, creativity to um, get uh, attention. And also we need to pay attention to the smallest details if we're trying to create and maintain a professional image. So we really need to think about that total image that we're presenting. And I'm not being shallow about it. You know, um, it, it's, uh, you know, I'm not talking about the superficial image, 
but everything we do and the, and the image it presents is really important. So are you talking about personally, like how you dress or how you talk or um, yeah. what kind of car you drive? Is that is that kind of what you're talking about? Uh, no, no, actually, um, it's it, it, part of it is is how you show up. In other words, if you're if you want the job, uh, how have you shown up to the interview? There's that piece, but it, it's actually the attention to detail to everything you do and everything that's seen, heard, um, uh, that you put out, uh, that image. Uh, so this is your digital footprint and your physical footprint. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and we talked about this one, the next one, earlier, uh, and that's getting to know your customers. Uh, now, this is interesting. I want people to really think about this. If you're an entrepreneur or small or medium-sized business, um, even sometimes a large business and not a full-out corporation, one of your biggest advantages is your, your agility, your flexibility, uh, your, the ability to make decisions. Now, not all uh, small or medium-sized businesses are equipped that way. Sometimes they're too hierarchical and they still have silly bureaucracies. But when you think about getting to know your customers, the business owner should be answering the phone every once in a while, getting to know the customers, getting out there, meeting and greeting, and not just letting the salespeople do it all their own, Uh, not coming in just to close the deal. Because sometimes that business owner showing up at the initial meeting is is enough to press somebody that they're going to be cared for. Um, It's a fact that most businesses will come back uh, will be from repeat customers rather than new customers. In fact, uh, it's been researched that 80% of uh, businesses from repeat customers rather than new ones. So, uh, you know, how well uh, um, are you getting out there to know your customers? What are you doing that's a common practice to keep you as, a fa- as the face of the company as well? Mm, I love that. And maybe mm-hmm. how are you showing your customers you appreciate them? Exactly. That's another key point. Literally that. Uh, We've got your business. So so the next time I hear from you is when you want a new product or you want to upsell me. How about the appreciation piece? You're exactly right on that. Mm -hmm. And the other is uh, some people shy away from this or some people go overboard. That's to level the playing field with technology. Make sure you're keeping up with high tech, uh, the high tech world as it suits your needs. But remember that the best technology is that that technology that helps you, and not so much the technology that's impress that's impressing your neighbors. Right, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. And that's another ties into cash flow. I, I have to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, again, the, the bottom line is: is it relative? Uh, is it relevant to your business? Is it gonna? Is it helping your business? Uh, versus uh, flashy. And, you know, for a lot of these things, for the cash flow, for the technology, you need to have some kind of consultants or somebody on your team that you really trust that knows what they're talking about with mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. all of this stuff. Because right. it it's hard, I think it's hard to know everything. Like, I, I think mm-hmm. having some kind of expert that can really advise you well on technology. Like in my business, we do video production. We rely on our cameras, our computers, and it's easy to go chasing shiny new objects. But it's, you know, really somebody that can sit with you and analyze, is that really going to help you or not, is invaluable. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you bring up a great point, um, uh, and that's actually the well. It's funny because it, it is my next point, but I, I'm not saying it just for that reason. It's build a top-notch business team. So mm-hmm. you're, you're 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 clairvoyant there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, so really think about your business team. It could be family members, friends, suppliers, business alliances that you formed, your own employees, your subcontractors your business associations, your local government agencies and community agencies. There's so many resources out there. If you want a trusted inner circle, um, then you start to think about individuals who you've known and value uh, and who value you. It starts to surround yourself by the accountant, the lawyer, the marketer, public relations, the advertising person, the product expert. Um, and there's... there's um, you know, there, there's, you know, you barter for services, perhaps. Uh, you, you trade and exchange. Uh, you compensate them, maybe. Uh, but you, you think about uh, that whole business cabinet uh, that you that you could acquire. Um, and, and there are a lot of um, resources online. Uh, you know, you can get a video on anything nowadays that pertains to your business or a trend. Um, so yeah, building the top notch business team, uh, that you mentioned and hinted at is key. Um, so, and the, the other is, uh, and I'm going to go, go through them more quickly on some of these others. Not, I'm not going to rush through them, but, um, you know, go through them so we can capture all of them in our time. Um, one is, uh, the other is uh, an obvious one again, but, uh, think about it, uh, creating a competitive advantage. Uh, you know, why will people choose your product or service over others? Uh, and so, what, you know, some things that are competitive uh, are simple. And I mentioned some of them before. A longer warranty, you know, maybe a year more. A better selection of, of you know, your product or service. Your business hours, uh, more flexible business hours so that you're more available. Or, or some turnkey processes that make you even 24-7 without you even being there. Uh, something as simple as flexible payment options. Again, people get worried about that because, you know, you need that cash flow and you don't want to have all kinds of, uh, you know, non-payments. Um, you know, the, the, the per, a personalized service. What, what personalized service can you provide? Better customer service. Something simple as that. Uh, how many of us will choose one restaurant over another because of the customer service? Uh, a return, uh, an exchange, um, or any combination of these things. Really, so when you think about it, sometimes we shy away from competing, you know, David and Goliath-wise. But really, there's so many ways and things, little things, that really do make us more competitive. You know what this makes me think of, Alfred? It goes back to, you know, all these points, it's kind of like a web that you're weaving here because a lot of them are related to one another. And what you just said makes me think of the point about knowing your customer because you have to know what they value and what they want. And then you really can compete with the big guys if you can offer that. But, you know, you if you don't ask them, you might end up offering something that they don't care about. Sure, sure. Or, and, and, yeah, or one or two people respond that you know uh, you know greatly and yet the other 30 don't so yeah you're right if you don't ask or, or know or or inquire um yeah you're exactly right the other is here's a key one and we get so busy that we don't do this investing in yourself 
Mm, you know, the, the, top, the top entrepreneurs, they, they're reading the business, uh, you know, marketing books, magazines, reports, journals, newsletters. They're on the websites uh, for their different industry publications. Um, they're, they're, they know the resources uh, that are out there. Um, they're, they're part of business associations. Uh, they network with other skilled business people to learn their secrets of success. So they attend business and marketing seminars, workshops, and trainings. Now, as I'm going through this whole list, you know, it's not that you need to do all of those things, but I, actually, I'll be very honest. I do all of those, all, all mm. those things. You just don't do them all the time, all at once. Uh, but you do sprinkle in and filter. If you want to stay current, no, uh, no trends, and also be visible. And, and, and as we mentioned way earlier, present yourself as an expert. Um, be among experts. Uh, and that's how you, you get referrals. But really good people are so busy that they're turning away business and handing it off to others. Uh, in, in many instances, it's kind of a quid pro quo. When you have those kinds of friendships or relationships, where you're helping each other, that's what happens. But some of us are so busy investing in the, uh, the business or the organization, we forget that we, too, are part of that investment. Yeah, that's a really good point. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that one, too. Alfred, you are a wealth of, see, I, I told everybody, wealth of knowledge. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Uh, the other is um, uh, to be accessible. Uh, you know, just know what you're, you know, again, we talked about this throughout, um, you know, what you know, re- remind yourself, okay, who are my customers and what's accessibility to them? You know, uh, how, you know, how do they get to you when um, uh, making it easy for them to do business with you? Okay. Um, the key point here, and, 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 and I can't emphasize this one enough, is to build a rock solid reputation. Okay, you, you, you have to have a, a good reputation, uh, not just your, your services and your products, but you. Can I trust you? Can I trust that you will deliver? Can I trust that this is the quality that you say it is? Uh, can I trust that we're in a relationship? And if something goes wrong or there's a point of uh, dissatisfaction, that it will be dealt with uh, well. You might, that your reputation is everything, not just perception, but your true, true genuine reputation. Uh, the other thing is um, sell the benefits uh, of, of why uh, someone should own or use your, your product or service. Okay, so basically um, your materials and everything you do, uh, your, your, your outlets, your websites, your newsletters, uh, even your exhibits, uh, every, uh, use every medium you can to communicate with a target audience the benefits of being associated with owning your product or using your service. Think about every which way you're going to use to sell the benefits of doing business with you. Another key point is to get involved. Um, and Ellen, you and I, we've talked about this and even had some earlier notes about this. The, the, the whole issue of uh, corporate or, or business social responsibility. Mm. Uh, it, it's not just enough to do business. Uh, what are you doing for the community that you're in that's actually supporting your business? Uh, are you outside of your business? 
Are you visible? Are you on boards? Are you, are you volunteering? Are you sponsoring? Um, are you involved? Are you part of any associations or clubs in your community? People, you know, want to know you, the person, and it's important for them to see you out there because they know that you care more, uh, you know, more than just about the bottom line or profit. Okay? Yeah, that's huge. That's huge. And I think it can be a virtual community too. You know, a lot of us sell to customers throughout the United States or the world even. I, I think that there's it's one thing to be in your local community, but there's a lot we can do online also to be active and be advocates for causes mm-hmm. we care about. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, the other, uh, it's kind of vague, but I'll, I'll explain what I mean by this simply. Uh, but grab attention. Um, what I mean by that is how you grab attention. If Remember that every promotional activity that you engage in must put money back in your pocket so that you can continue to grab more attention and grow your business. So anything you do uh, to grab attention, every promotional activity, it, it should there should be a return on investment. Okay? You don't just do it to do it. Uh, or, you know, and, and it's easier said than done, sometimes we just go out there and we, 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 we try things, but we really haven't thought them through, and they end up costing us more money than they bring in. I mean, luckily, these days, with digital marketing, it's easy to measure your return, um, but of course, that's not the only way to market, so right. it's, um, you definitely have to look at that, mm-hmm. because otherwise, speaking from experience, a lot of money can get wasted there, too. Right, right. And, I, and as I say these things, I'm thinking for, you know, lessons learned, hard lessons learned on yes. my part. Yes. Right, yes, right. exactly. Yeah. I'm not, definitely not on the mouth, uh, you know, the guru, you know, <laughs> talking to, to, you know, to the, to the student, uh, the novice. So I, I've definitely been there. And sometimes still we'll go, you know, it's easy to go there. We make mistakes along the way. Uh, of course, of but, you know, but, but having knowledge like, like you're sharing, you know, helps us avoid some of those. So that's, that's really great mm-hmm. um, sure. to be hearing okay. this today. Thanks. Uh, so the other is at Master the Art of Negotiation. I say this because so oftentimes, sometimes, uh, many times or oftentimes, it depends on the individual and the situation, um, where we we delegate negotiation to someone else. But at the end of the day, if you're the decision maker, it's going to come back to you as yay or nay. Or in in, in that process, if it, you're not in the room and uh, someone's negotiating, um, you know, then you've given everything, you've delegated everything to them. Uh, is it going to be the result that you wish for or hope for? So we all need to become master negotiators, uh, and um, and and really to remember that it's win-win. People need to feel good about the negotiation that took place uh, because it won't be the first or last time. And that's how you build long-term profitable relationships. Uh, so so do ask yourself. To what degree are you a master negotiator or have you shied away from that piece of the business? Uh, Design your workspace for success, especially entrepreneurs or small businesses. Um, People have their home businesses. Have have you really designed your workspace for success? Uh, Or is it that corner uh, at the the dining room table and um, we come back to your business plan and it's got 
Fruit Loops all over it. So you really do need to think, think about that place and space. This is you, uh, and you want to surround yourself in, a, in an environment that helps you be your best uh, and also helps you to conduct, conduct business. The other is to get and stay organized. Uh, develop systems early. It's very hard to catch up or get up from behind, um, you know, a deluge of uh, un unorganized, disorganized, uh, paperwork processes uh, and, and so forth. So, so really think about uh, your your organizational uh, abilities um, and 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 really develop processes that that are more you know mechanical or turnkey uh, to help you do that. Uh, be able to put things where they need to go, find things when you need to find them. Here's another one, uh, and many of us, uh, including myself, are extremely guilty of not doing this, and that's taking time off. Uh, you're no good when you're fried, uh, and that's when, when many of us will make our, our biggest uh, mistakes, uh, when we're just not thinking clearly, uh, in, in not a good place, uh, mentally, psychologically, physically, emotionally. Um, uh, we've let the pressures build up to such a point. We're making bad, bad decisions out of desperation, um, we're not seeking advice, we're maybe even closing off ourselves to people. That happens when you don't take time off. And, that, and it could be the, the, the long weekend or just a weekend or just a day uh, or, you know, or, or you know, part of that 24-7 uh, that some of us put in. And, it, and people can, listening could probably say, oh, but in startup mode, blah, 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 blah. I tell you, in startup mode, uh, you know, you're no good dead the next day. Yeah, um, self-care is so important. And, <laughs> you know, you if you don't do it, you start to resent your work. And right. that, that also isn't helpful for anybody. Plus yeah. your health. You, you know, I cannot overestimate or underestimate. I don't know which is the right word. Underestimate, yeah. overestimate, over, overstate Both. how important <laughs> your your health is. Because I've seen it too many times where entrepreneurs do not take care of themselves and they end up very sick and then they end up having to take time too much time off from the business and that can be devastating for yourself and your business so it's mm -hmm. almost like an insurance policy if if you feel guilty doing it um don't you, you, mm -hmm. you need to take time off exactly exactly yeah there, there's that phrase or saying that uh no one on their deathbed says oh my goodness uh there's still things in my inbox <laughs> that's a good point right. i know you have to i used to have a business coach that told me just to pick a time so if it's five o'clock five thirty, whatever it is um you know just leave like like schedule it like i'm leaving the office at this time and it doesn't matter if everything isn't done like get your priority stuff done and just accept that when you start work the next day you're gonna you know there's always going to be something left over Mm -hmm. but it's exactly. important for your mental health to get out of there. Exactly. And here are the last two, so drum roll. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, limit the number of hats you wear. Now, someone could argue in a startup mode, well, I need to know every piece of the business, uh, and uh, I've got to know, you know, be part of the process. Well, yes and no. Um, you can be, uh, but uh, who else are you downloading with at the same time? Uh, you know, what's your backup? What's your sustainability plan if you're out of the picture? 
or or temporarily sidelined or or long-term sidelined. Um, limit the number of hats you wear. Um, you know, from time to time, you know, you have to ask yourself, whom to whom am I delegating? Uh, and and some, but many of us, it's a badge of honor. Oh, I, you know, I, I, you know, I'm bottle washer, you know, cook, blah 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 blah. blah. Uh, yeah, but uh, what happens when you're when you're not there? So limit the number of hats you wear. Plus, you can never sell your business. Right, if right. You're everything. Exactly, exactly. Are you inside or outside or both? Yeah. Um, the last piece, and we, you've mentioned it a few times, and we've kind of embedded it in everything that we've spoken about today, and that's the follow-up constantly, okay? Uh, have constant contact, uh, follow-up with people, follow-through with customers, prospects, business alliances, you know, new, uh, uh, you know, or, 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 or hope, hopefully to establish uh, those business alliances. So how many of us have a, a stack of cards uh, with people that we've met that we still haven't gotten back to? And it's already been one week, two weeks, three weeks, a month. Sometimes it happens that after a point, we don't even get back to them for a year because it's, we're quote unquote, been too long since I met them or encountered them. Uh, so really do think about that constant contact or follow up or follow through um, with, you know, with, with customers or prospects or even your business allies. Very important. Remember that we're made not only, um, uh, developing relationships we're maintaining and sometimes it's harder to uh, keep business than it is to get business because somebody mm. might be attracted to the shiny object uh, but uh, you know look at all the people who maybe come over to you because they somebody else lost their business yeah and that's, that's a, a good point and and you know talking about following up it makes me think you got to have a system for that too Otherwise, right. it's so easy for those business cards and those people to get lost yeah, in yeah. the chaos of, of your, you know, it's, with business owners, things are always coming up. Right. And it's, uh, if you don't have a system where you're entering the cards and, and you're tracking when you're reaching out to people and you're setting reminders for yourself, it's very easy to have that all get lost. And then your time spent at the networking event or wherever you met the person is um, not well spent if you're not following up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, exactly. And you know what? At the end of the day, if it's been a year, get back to them. You met them. You know what they do. You'd like them to know what you do. Um, they might not even remember. Uh, but you know, get back to them. Uh, it's, it's a, it's a, a potential hot contact you might have even made notes on the back how many of us write notes when they leave our presence you know get back to the item that we might want to sell to them or, or service to present to them so you know do get back to them or because you have their card now even if it's been a year later um you know you reach out to them to tell them about your blog your your uh, you know your um, your other you know other other things that you do that will assist them in what they do. That isn't a, is not a hard sell immediately. And you know what just occurs to me that I want to mention too mm-hmm. is get back to them even if you don't think you can sell to them directly because there's a phrase that's um, selling through somebody, not to somebody. So just uh-huh. telling them what you do with no expectation that they're going to buy from you, but just so they know because yeah. everybody knows people in their circles and uh, I can't tell you how many times it's happened to me where 
I've gotten referrals um, just by telling people what I'm doing and what kind of business I'm looking for. Sure. Uh, you know, and you just reminded me of something, as you said, that Ellen, you know, um, uh, social media uh, or um, resources like LinkedIn, if, if, if you could actually um, <laughs> you ask to connect with them through LinkedIn. Uh, and even there, say, met you a while back, and, and, uh, and, and, and don't just ask to connect, but tell them why. Uh, you're, doing interesting, you're doing interesting work, great work. Our work can be complementary, supplemental. I'd uh, like to look at opportunities, however you want to phrase it. Uh, LinkedIn's a great way to cover your tracks after having let something go for so long. Yeah, that's a really good point, Alfred. Yeah. That's okay. a really good point. So yeah. there we have it. There we have it. Six six key questions and 25 key points. <laughs> yeah. I love it. And we're, I hope I haven't, I hope I haven't lost anybody <laughs> at, at the six, so yeah. <laughs> I don't think so, because this is valuable information, and um, I hope nobody minds that this is a little longer than our normal podcast, but I absolutely hope people were taking notes. I know I was, and um, you know, I, I just think you had so many great things to share here, so I really appreciate you being here with us. Well, thank you so much for asking, and, and I wish all of you listening out there um, very much success and happiness and fulfillment. Well, thank you, Alfred. That's that's really kind of you, and it was great talking with you today. I um, do appreciate it. Maybe someday I'll I'll be able to entice you to come back because I know you have so much more to share, and uh, that would be lovely. It's always great talking to you. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this uh, podcast today. Our guest was Alfred Ramirez. Alfred's a speaker, trainer, and consultant, and you can find more out about his work and get links to his pages on our website, ellenbarton.com backslash podcast. Please check that out and tune in again next week for another episode of this podcast that's designed to help your business make a dynamic upward pivot. Thanks for tuning in to Ready, Set, Grit, your life on purpose with Ellen Barton. Look us up online at readysetgrit.com where you'll find daily inspiration, links to our social media, and where you can access our eBooks and online classes. Ready, Set, Grit, inspired actions, real results.